So as our country continues to go through this time of the National Eucharistic Revival, a key principle of that revival is something that Mother Teresa of Calcutta gave us. She would say, you can only see Jesus hidden in the host to the extent that you see him in the distressing disguise of the poor. And you'll only be able to see him in the distressing disguise of the poor to the extent that you learn to see him in the Eucharist, because both are hidden. And it's very interesting, many times within just even our, our culture, our political climate, all of those things, sometimes we put those things on two different sides. Sometimes we're super, super focused on liturgical correctness, but then we could care less about the poor that are right in our midst. Or we put everything on serving the poor, but then we say, we don't really need the Eucharist or anything like that. And if you don't have one or the other, you become blind. And so a challenge for us during this year and this Lent how do I spend that time in front of the hidden Lord and allow him to teach me how to see with Eucharistic sight, how to wonder in his presence, how to see beyond the appearance, to see the powerful, sacred face of Christ looking upon us, loving us, saying, I do all of this for you. There's a powerful book that is very widespread right now, and it's part of this National Eucharistic Revival, and actually it was written by one of my parishioners back in Maryland at my home parish. It's called The Bishop of the Abandoned Tabernacle, and there was a saint, Saint Manuel Gonzalez, and he found himself in front of a, a chapel that had fallen into disrepair, and the tabernacle was also falling into disrepair. But Jesus was present in that tabernacle. And he had these powerful experiences of seeing how active Jesus is in the tabernacle as a prisoner of love, that he is actively pouring out his heart right now. Whenever you come into a Catholic church, that has the tabernacle and has the sanctuary candle lit, he's not a static presence, but he is just pouring out love and love and love. And yet, as St. Faustina would remind us in the Diary of Divine Mercy, our Lord said, the thing that hurts me more than anything is lack of trust. Trust in my mercy. Trust that I'm truly pouring out all of this love. And so we always have to ask that question, am I taking him for granted? Am I treating him like a dead object? Because if we do that here, it's going to translate in the way that we look at one another. Because we'll start losing the ability to reverence the mystery of every single human life, from conception until natural death. That person is made in the image of God. And as we see in this reading today, 
you did it for me. That should be our motto, as it was St. Teresa of Calcutta's. And also, the venerable servant of God, Cardinal Francis Xavier Nugent von Thuan. He was the Vietnamese cardinal. He passed away in 2002. He's venerable. But if you remember his story, he was in Vietnam. He was imprisoned by the Vietnamese government for 13 years. But during that time in which he went through horrible tortures and solitary confinement, all of these things, he still secretly sent prayers and spiritual writings to his flock. And I have in front of me one of those little segments of what he shared about this passage. So this is someone who is a venerable, someone who's been seen to have a heroic love of God, a heroic faith. If you read his story, it's very inspiring. So this is what he says about this passage. He talks about how do we transform our intentions? Because he says that every word, gesture, glance, or greeting has its particular meaning, but one not defined in a dictionary, because words and gestures, they come from a person's heart with the nuances of feeling that's unique to that individual. Two people can use the same words and gestures, but the meaning behind them makes all the difference. So when we say, yes, I fed the hungry, I gave drink to the thirsty, you can do that in different ways. You can kind of do the bare minimum. Say, here's a cup of uh, tap water from a Dixie cup or so here, go. I gave them drink. But if we have that mindset that this is the king of kings right in front of us in his distressing disguise, then we approach that person very differently. It's very different to say, I gave drink to the thirsty giving a Dixie cup with tap water versus I went and got the best quality drink, sparkling water, mineral water, maybe even, you know, just the best kind of wine you could possibly imagine from Argentina or Italy. Put it in a crystal glass, put it on a gold plate, put fruit all around it and say, here, is something to drink. Do you see the difference? One, I met the law. That's what the Pharisees were about. I did the thing. But the Lord is saying, I've come not to just meet the law, but to fulfill it, to, in a sense, pour love into it in such a way that it just overflows. Because isn't that what Jesus did for us? He didn't just say, here's one drop of blood, here you go. But he's like, I'm giving it all. I'm gushing it all out. And that's what he does in the Eucharist. He's pouring out. He's not limited. He's just pouring out everything of his heart. And his heart is infinitely loving us. And he's saying, with that love, go and do likewise. Isn't that the story of the Good Samaritan who was neighbor? And as we heard in our first reading, love your neighbor as yourself. And the person hearing this parable, said, the one who showed him mercy. And the Lord says, go and do likewise. Be messengers of mercy. So then this is what Cardinal Francis Xavier 
Nugent Van Thuan says. He says, we must purify and continually become continually aware of our interior intentions. How are we taking care of our neighbor? Are we merely just doing the minimum or are our gestures, are they cold? Are they indifferent? Are they just saying, here, go? Or are we, in a sense, allowing our gestures and our intentions to become transformed, to be caught up into God's love and mercy? So then he says, how do I transform my intentions? How do I get here? Christ revealed this when he said, you did it to me. What I do for a relative or for someone I love might be entirely different from what I do for a stranger. But as a collaborator of love, I do everything to Jesus, my beloved Lord. And then he says, here's an easy formula to remember. Others equals Jesus. Others equals Jesus. And then he goes on to say, applying this equation in my own life would make me a collaborator of love forever. So hold on to that image. Others equal Jesus. That's what we hear in the gospel. Whatever you did for the least of these, you did it to me. So how are we treating the others? Are we seeing the hidden disguise of Jesus there, and are we serving them with that kind of love as befitting a king? And remember, the only place that we can really learn how to do this is going to be sitting at his feet, allowing his love and mercy to increase a sensitivity to see. But then we have to not just sit, but go forth. We have to be Mary and Martha at the same time because both have a different dimension that's important for the mission. Sit at his feet like Mary. Start there first, but then be like Martha going out and serving Christ in the poor. Hello, I'm Father Thaddeus Langton of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new podcast with Father Timothy Childers called Keeping It Marian. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Keeping It Marion on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I want to share with you the riches of the charism of the Marian Fathers, which is the mystery of the Immaculate Conception, how it touches our lives as consecrated priests and religious, and how this mystery can bear fruit in your life especially by keeping the word of God and pondering it in our hearts in imitation of our blessed mother. I hope you'll join us. Again, it's called Keeping It Marian. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content 
which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.